myth, magic, medicine, and everything in between. Two doctors talking. Hi, welcome to Myth, Magic, Medicine. I'm here today with Murdelis Diaz Ramirez, who is a, I don't even know what you specialize in. Are you family practice or what? Actually, I uh, graduated uh, from anesthesiology and interventional pain management. And these days we have an innovative medicine um, wellness center. Good. And you don't practice, you you don't have standard, that's what you do now? Or is this an additional thing to your practice of anesthesia? So I stopped practicing anesthesia many years ago. I just um, closed down. We we just uh, stopped doing interventional pain management. And we have now a, what we call an innovative medicine practice where we combine lifestyle medicine, functional medicine, regenerative medicine. We try to keep the patients as healthy as we, as we can, mm-hmm. identify the root cause of whatever it is that they have and making them stay healthier for longer with the least medication that we can. Okay. <clears throat> and, and people are referred to you from the area or this is sticks? So we're opening in August. And yes, people should want a more holistic approach. It's a more complete and a more, um, I'd say, scientific approach. We can go to a cellular level to, you know, through the use of peptides, for example, molecular mm-hmm. level. And um, it's, it's, a, it's different than usually treating symptoms, which is what we see commonly in many um, offices. Unfortunately, that's usually what the patients come in thinking they want. <laughs> they, yeah. It's, it's a whole education piece. What, what do you do for, from an education point of view for your patients? Or what will you so, be doing? Because obviously this is a new venture. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to start opening in August. And we are first going to do a whole evaluation of the patient where we are going to do like the best physical exam, like from head to toe, um, mental exam, mental questionnaires. We're going to go and do also a have different parameters that we're going to be able to measure inside so they don't have to go to different places like trying to do the bone density, their uh, body mass index, their um, a lot of, of the blood work and urinary work right inside and then send a lot of that outside for micronutrients, genetics, hormones. Mm-hmm. So we try to define their current health state and mm-hmm. then from there develop like this is a, your, your book of your life right now. This is where mm-hmm. you are. This is where you could be. And these are the things that we can do to get there to change your story. So we want you to be the owner of your health story. And we are going to give you the most information that we can organize, digest that for you, and then try to make a plan for that. Good. That, however, does not sound like it's something that most insurance companies are going to be thrilled by. It's going to be a membership-based, it's a membership-based practice. So mm-hmm. no insurance. We don't take any insurance. What do you do to get the message out to people who can't come up and pay you that kind of cash? Do you, are you doing any outreach within the community? So we're going to gonna have different... Other doctors more interested in this holistic approach? So we're going to call it more innovative medicine. And we have different things that we're going to have. We're going to have a YouTube channel to educate mm-hmm. the community, educate the patients all over, because these are many of these things they can try to do on their own along with their uh, physicians. Mm-hmm. And for people who cannot come here, we're going to have educational opportunities for physicians to come and learn from our model so that they can come and, and then maybe practice that for, take that to their, to their patients later. So we're working right now uh, intentionally on ways of bringing that to the, to the, to the practice, to the medical 
uh, regular medical practices. Can you talk a little bit about how you how you made that journey yourself? What was it that drew you to that? What was what didn't hold you in anesthesia? I mean, it's not a short, presumably some blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> well, from a, from anesthesiology, I was drawn to pain management, interventional pain management, because at heart, I was always seeing myself as as you know, I really liked doing procedures, so I saw myself a little bit more in the surgical area. I love the flexibility of anesthesiology itself, but pain drew me to pain. I developed a hand injury, and for a period of time, I couldn't practice as an anesthesiologist. So then I was, in, during my residency, like dumped in the pain center so that I could at least do something. I learned to write that happened with my left hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned oh, okay. to write with my left hand. And then I was able to see how the patients would come for follow-ups and then how we were impacting not only the patient's life, but the quality of life of a whole family by improving mm-hmm. their pain and their quality of life. And they were back again, contributing to the family. So that's how I got into pain management. And once I get into pain management, which I've been doing for over 20 years now, then seeing patient after patient, having uh, them come with many times, many conditions that can be just prevented with simple things. This, the things that the doctors talk about, about good nutrition, sleep, exercise, all these things are real, they're true. And then we see them in our practices, but the patients were not coming to that practice necessarily to get that. They might have been coming for a pill to be, you know, just a fix like that. And we want to focus more on things that you can do the, the simplest way because they are the longest lasting for you. Right. They're long, well, you say, they, you say yeah. simplest, but I'm not sure people, under, you know, I can take a pill. That's easy. Yeah, right. Yeah, but the <laughs> but the complications of taking a pill, all yes, that involves. Exactly. Because, for example, if you take opioids nowadays, it's not really that simple. You really have to come to your doctor almost, you know, between every one to three months to be monitored for that. You do get uh, drug tested for that regularly, and then if you run out of those medications or the pharmacy doesn't have it or something happens, yeah, you really not, don't have that access. It's not treating the problem; it's no. just covering it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have there, boom, then suddenly you can go through withdrawal, which is not really a simple thing to go through. So Mm -hmm. if patients realize that they can get these other habits into their daily living and many things that we can heal naturally, for example, we don't have deficiency of antidepressants. We might have deficiencies of uh, hormones. So if we Mm -hmm. treat those, then we treat it more naturally and then you don't get those other side effects antidepressants, for example, they can decrease your libido. Mm-hmm. We have the hormones, which can improve your libido if you're a candidate for them, for example. So just going to the more natural ways, I saw that we have way of healing ourselves from inside. And I decided to focus on that uh, for long-term, for maintenance, just looking to be healthier. And then doing those changes myself, even in terms of my diet, I had a scare where they told me, oh, you know what? Uh, do you want to start on this medication as these statins, right? And I say, no, don't, don't, don't hit me with the statin. I'll just change my diet. And I have to tell you, I've done that. And I've seen the changes myself, not only in, in the, the cholesterol levels, but also in the way that I feel that I project that I, that my body feels. Um, and, and that's had been significant for me. And because I've experienced those things myself, I've seen my patients have changed, uh, 
I want to really practice medicine that way. And I think that as physicians, that should be a priority. Unfortunately, our system, like we were talking about our system, the way that, that our medical system has evolved doesn't allow us to necessarily concentrate on that, uh, on those aspects. And it's very difficult to work on, on a patient's first mindset because it's going to be a lot of work and coaching that we have to do to make them understand this is not really and, getting that pill. And also, of course, they're not, they're not static. They come to you and then they're back out in the world that's still telling them, take this pill, this aperture. No, it, it, it's not, you're fighting against a fire hose of misinformation that's coming at people. So, yeah, but you if you, that- you'd be surprised, like right now, like many people really are craving this type of medicine, that they're ready for a change. They've seen what taking that pill without taking care of the actual problem does to them. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that influx of questions, you know, how can I do this? And I was already referring many patients to this type of medicine. Um, so I think there's, there's going to be a shift, you know, it's slow, um, mm-hmm. but we can, we can make our dent on that good good and hopefully there'll be lots of other people making dents do you reach out to other physicians in the area and you know let them know so obviously you will be doing some marketing to them but are you hoping that you will see other people's patients to manage that aspect of their care Okay. Yeah, so I'm very fortunate because I've been in this community for 16 years now in a row. I was here even before for a short period of time. And every time I talk to any of my peers, they, they have been very excited about the concept and we're already, you know, sharing stuff and they're already thinking about which of their patients can benefit from this model. So we are already building a list from them. And uh, we're very excited. We're very excited to what we're bringing to our community of Sarasota. And we want really to make this uh, project not only a project for Sarasota, it's for Sarasota, Florida, and beyond. So we are hoping to make it like a destination uh, where other, it can be a model of medicine for, for our community, for our physicians and patients, but also for uh, people from other parts of the world. You mentioned that, uh, you know, being able to do the radiological studies and the, the blood tests, et cetera. Do you offer other modalities? So, yes, it's a comprehensive team. Um, I'm very fortunate. Once again, this is not something that I'm doing on my own. We have two other partners. One of them is Dr. Miranda Phillips. Uh, Dr. Miranda Phillips is an emergency physician, emergency medicine physician, who is also a lifestyle medicine physician. And she actually has acquired financial freedom through real estate, which has allowed her to do these other types of projects. And she's uh, one with us. The other one is Dr. Arun Rao. She's a bariatric surgeon. So with her background on on weight loss management, all this stuff, she's going to help us. And she has trained uh, also in aesthetics. So we are a comprehensive team of physicians. Besides that, we also have some other practitioners, like we're going to have acupuncture, personal training, nutritionist and uh, massage therapist and we're going to be able to provide the patients not only the whole evaluation we're also going to be able to provide them with the aesthetic so we want them to look good inside feel good looking outside and the way they look outside and we're going to have an experience for them where they can recover the same way that an elite elite athlete would so Mm -hmm. usually they have like infrared cryotherapy compression um they have uh serial compressions they have um we have iv therapy we have uh, classes for them cooking classes 
a educational classes for for our uh, patients, and we're going to also have educational classes for the community as well. So it's really a team approach that we're applying to this new concept. If I, if I can just make a little plug, please add a hypnotist to your list of people that you're going to talk to. <laughs> Makes yeah, it a so, little difference to a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking about the the mental aspect, the coaching, the hypnotist. We're gonna still uh, gonna see how we're gonna implement that that part of of the team but it's certainly uh in our next stage we're going to be like doing this uh opening sub opening stages and that's coming up as well how long did it take you to plan the clinic since march and this is a complete re- it's a refit or are you building from the ground up so we st- i started planning in march um let me see was it march or may it's between so, march and may that i started that's planning. a month and a half ago <laughs> March it was March really. Um, so in March we started planning, and then we have we have found a location that uh, will allow us to provide the services that we want to provide. So that location is already built, which is this building right next to me, and uh, we're remodeling that, and we're hoping to open in August. It's 2022 that you guys are seeing this recording. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And how would people, uh, if people are coming from away, if it's not just Sarasota people? There, there's Sarasota is a fairly big tourist destination, I assume. I certainly know what the name, so it can't be that. I'm not terribly good with where things are in Florida, um, but people can come and, and would spend a time and you'd build a plan for them and then they could go back to their home states and just keep in touch? Or how would you envisage that working? Do you do telehealth? So we have, we have different membership levels and we're going to be able soon to provide service across I think most states is going to happen soon. We don't have that yet uh, where we could have telemedicine for those patients. But right now we're concentrating like in the Florida patients uh, when they come here or anybody who's visiting from outside while they're here, we can certainly take care of them. We're going to be partnering with different places around the area where they could stay uh, mm-hmm. for longer periods of time. Yeah. Good, good. Do you, you envisage people seeing you? you know, for an annual checkup to make a new plan? Or how do you think this is going? Are they going to come for a that's specific definitely, issue? Yeah. No, that's definitely part of it. Like in, in a membership, we have built into that, our basic membership, like where they come for the evaluation. They're going to have, after I gather, because first we're going to gather data, like anything, right? You gather the data. And then we're not going to be making necessarily like a plan on the first visit that we have to wait for all these things. Then we sit down with them a second time. And then we're going to have our periodic visits that are included there where they can come and, uh, well, they, they will have to come or we're going to have a virtual visit so that we can make sure that what we talked about is being done for accountability because nothing works without really accountability. So we're going to have the accountability, the support, and the coaching for our patients as well. Okay. Well, obviously, we all studied the history of medicine way, way back when we were in school, uh, Hippocrates, I think it was Hippocrates who said food is medicine, isn't it? Why do you think we fell away from practicing a more holistic approach? And now we're having to go back to that, or hopefully some of us are going back to that. Well, you know, I think some things, as you said, sometimes are like easier in the way that it doesn't take time, right? And we've looked for easier um, uh, solutions that might come in the form of those pills that you were talking about. And then We've also, as physicians historically, unfortunately, we just want like to relax and be physicians, right? And just let us do their thing. And I don't want to deal with any 
marketing or any business mm-hmm. planning or any administration. So we've given all that to other people. And those other people, you know, the intentions, good intentions might have been there, but things have evolved where not necessarily having the best health, uh, basic long-term benefits of, of a changing a diet or contributing to your sleep in a longer, meaningful way are going to be matching the goals that those managers might have in mind. So we have given away our rights to be able to direct medicine in many ways. Mm-hmm. How about, what do you feel about the way actually doctors treat themselves as the machines? Uh, we tend certainly in training you don't eat properly because you haven't got time you don't get enough sleep you don't all the things that you're going to be teaching your patients about how do you think we can approach that because it may well help a lot of us to have a well i see that i see yeah i see that as a continuum like where you have the physician who besides being a physician has really figured out what their priorities are. So they have, they know what for themselves, they have figured their mission, their vision, their values, their, their principles. So you have that physician who has all figured it out and mm-hmm. they know, and they have chosen the things that they want for their life. And then you have somebody who has just blindly gone in through medicine because it's what we do. And then we go through medicine and then is overwhelmed with everything and all the choices that we've had, because it's just following the, you know the herd there's like, no time there's no time to work. think you just do it yeah. yes exactly so it's not like that physicians as in general they do something we do have a problem in uh, with physicians you know being burned out we know that that's that's an issue and it's the majority of us who are burned out right now so the majority of us are not in that category who have it all figured out and who exercise and get their sleep and have maybe found entrepreneurship and other ways of passive income and things like that to be able to come to medicine and to their patients in a much healthier way. So most of us are are not there, certainly. And that's why we have created like our Max Mastermind, which is our mastermind for physician entrepreneurs. And that's because myself, I was burned out. I've been burned out more than once. And I found through entrepreneurship which Sahavida Institute, which is the institute that we've been talking about, is, is part of, of, of that um, recovery for us, for me, um, is giving me. But having control of your life, having control of your patient's experience, of your employee's experience, it means a lot to a physician. That's what we've been trained for, right? We've been trained for to make things healthier and have these protocols and when we are able to do those things, we are in control of that as physicians, we are much happier. And a lot of burnout comes from losing that control, that control mm-hmm. that we're losing from, you know, you can mention just starting from a higher level, like something like Roe versus Wade, where actually I have physician friends who are very happy that that change is happening because of their uh, religious and uh, concerns and then we have physicians who work there who are very unhappy you know as human beings because they feel that we're losing um, rights for our patients so you have things that are so big they're difficult to control for a physician who's been trained to give their best to their to their um, Mm -hmm. to their patient and then you have the other things that trickle down from there you have the pressures from the hospitals the pharmaceutical companies the um, 
the in health insurances with the prior authorizations and all those things, the requests and the requirements and the expectations that you're going to do all this documentation and you have everybody documenting late at until, you know, you know, night without spending time with their families. So the lack of control of all that whole experience then adds up. And then we have not only that as physicians, we are training until our 30s. We mm-hmm. live in our thirties, and then we can get by. Then many people who are not trained, were not studying for such a long time, they can get into mid-career crisis, and then coming up shortly is mid-life crisis. So you can have like this whole world, you know, like tornado of, of things happening with burnout, mid-career crisis, mid-life crisis, and there we are as physicians. So it's a it's a lot of pressure to control that experience and that's where the burnout is coming from from all these other things and when we're trained it's like here's what you have to do you have to make sure that that patient's going to survive no matter what that they're going to be healthy and here are the things all the things that you can do with that patient however we get out to the real world it's like how do we do all that that we were trained and we were like yeah yeah, yeah. we were we were ingrained with that knowledge and we cannot really use it the way that we want uh, because mm-hmm. we have so many people between ourselves and between our patients there's like so many layers for us to be doing our work that that control is lost yeah and and the loss of autonomy is huge and burnout but do you want to talk about um a sort of a more general the things you if they don't have your lovely clinic nearby them what are the things that they should first look at in their lives when they think that they're not necessarily burned out but they think that they could improve their general health if they addressed some of those things because not everybody has a sympathetic doctor to talk about they'll go to a doctor who says take this you're feeling down take this don't exercise just take this (laughs) hopefully not too many of them but there are a few so as a patient who really feels um ill or who is really feeling that the system is not giving them the answers that they're looking for one of the things that you should do, like anything, whenever you have a problem, is to recognize that that there is something happening and then write it down. I feel like uh, through writing down, doesn't mean that you have to journal every day. Journaling actually helps a lot. And I think it helps a lot with gratitude and that can help you calm down and, and set up your priorities. But just write down those areas that are really bothering you as a patient before going to anywhere. And then you can identify from there where you think you need priorities and you can seek help depending on these things uh, that you have written down. As a patient, um, these days, there's a lot of help that we can get from reputable physicians. And one of the things that we have is that we have a lot of physician coaching, for example, and you don't have to come to a clinic multidisciplinary like the one we have. We have a lot of physicians who have uh, opted out of going to be a, a, a physician through the regular health system and they can help you navigate healthier ways of living. We have lifestyle coaches, we have sleep coaches, we have um, a nutrition coaches and those are physicians who have been trained in the regular system and they have decided to apply and combine these techniques. So one is first identifying where the problem is, knowing that, that you need help and then looking for somebody to help you in this category. Another thing that you can do that we try to do for anything, uh, any area of our life is that get surround, surround yourself with the correct people. 
So how do you do that? If you have an environment where you want to quit smoking, for example, and you're surrounded by smokers, that's really not going to help, right? And you can love your family, you can love your friends, but there are some things that you have to come and do outside of that environment. Quitting smoking is very challenging to do inside a smoking environment. It's an addiction. It's, you know, it, it's a real challenge if you keep going to that same, same area. And you're going to tell me, you know, but that's where I live. That's, yeah, but there's periods of time in your life and during your day that you might be able to pull yourself out and really try to seek for an answer yourself. Um, and we do that for, for many things. The other thing that we can do is look at examples of who you would like to be. If you say, you know what, I would like to be like that person. <laughs> if, you're, if you're religious and people talk about, you know, what would Jesus do, right? And if you want to be healthy, you see that person who's healthy next to you or someone. Look at the way that they, they eat. Look at the way they do things and try to emulate them. And then whenever you're taking any action, you have to be intentional about anything that you're doing. So if you're going to go and eat and you say, oh, my goodness, I love my whatever it is that you're going to be eating and putting in your mouth. Understand that whatever you put in your mouth is really like a drug. It's going to make a change in your body. And then if you see somebody who's eating, who's, who's very healthy and you ask them, how they're eating, how they're sleeping, how their activities are, then you go, why don't I do like X person does, right? Mm -hmm. What would X person do? So those are changes that you can immediately implement in your daily life. And you don't have to go to a physician and you don't have to go to a coach yet to do, but these things you can do on your own. And then always finding a coach, as I said, that's going to be the quickest way to really get uh, any sort of, of changes. But everything starts with recognizing um, getting into the right environment. Mindset is going to be very important. So any work that you can do on mindset is going to really help you um, achieve that change that you want in your life and trying to emulate what you want to be. And, you know, COVID happened. We lost many people in COVID during COVID. And that was, this were two years. Imagine that, I don't know if you remember at the beginning of COVID, people would say, oh my goodness, it's going to be like a year and a half before we have a vaccine, right? Before we can all mm -hmm. go out. So actually it was like a year, right? It was earlier than a year and a half that we had the vaccine and we had access to other things where we could go out. But imagine what sort of things could you have done in your life to change your life in that period of time, right? If you had dedicated the years of COVID, which is, it's a long time ago and it's a short time ago. It was like yesterday that we started right. with COVID, right? So just, Think about what you can do for short periods of time. And you don't have to say, oh, I'm going to lose like 100 pounds in one week because that's not going to work. So setting those goals smaller, like in small dividing, dividing your goals into small goals to make sure that you can do them. So make them actionable and make them reasonable and then make them where you can be doing them in a short period of time, in a reasonable period of time. All those things are going to help you to achieve the better health that you want to get. Um, important yeah and your youtube channel will cover those kinds of things is that what they will it will we're going to release our youtube channel within the next month it's going to be under saha vida the saha vida institute so saha we have named our institute saha s-a-h-a -A, that saha means health and vida means life so it's health life we want to live a healthy life at the saha vida mm -hmm. institute we have we want to have that for our patients 
It's going to be Saha Vida Institute. It's going to be on YouTube. Uh, our website, we have a landing page for any uh, anybody who wants to already register um, to hopefully be a, physician, a patient with yeah, us. And all, that's available. all that information will be in the show notes. So that's great. Yeah. Thank you so much. I know you have to go back and make sure that your clinic is being built. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You <laughs> saw the building. The, the builders are there. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for the invite. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us at Myth Magic Medicine. If you have found this episode useful, you can apply for free CME credit through the link provided in the transcript. If you're not a medical professional, please remember, while we're physicians, we're not your physicians. So please consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you have heard might apply to you or a loved one. Until next time, bye-bye.